Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Garibaldi Red, a Nottingham Forest podcast brought to you by Nottinghamshire Live. Hello and welcome to Garibaldi Red, the Nottingham Forest podcast from Nottinghamshire Live. Uh, we are here to review uh, very briefly, or not too briefly, hopefully, Forest 1, Rotherham 1, and a little look ahead to Derby, although there'll be a proper podcast on that later in the week. Um, I'm Matt Davis, hosting as ever, joined by Reds fan and Forza Garibaldi co-founder Greg Mitchell. Greg, how are you this evening? What do you? Uh, what, what are your emotions like after that? It was exhausting, wasn't it? That second half, God, I mean... It's the first time I felt connected to a game all season. It like that second half was just a roller coaster. First was quite forgettable, but once they scored, we just turned it on, and it was wave after wave. And I, I just cannot believe we haven't got three points. Yeah, it did seem to. Yeah, we'll talk. Talk about Graben's miss more. Well, actually, let's talk about Graben's miss now. It was a bit like Torres when he was having, was it for Chelsea that awful time when he went through and left-footed, stabbed it into the side netting? I mean, you know, it was just a terrible miss, wasn't it? Something else you can say that Forrest should have won the game with, with Graben's miss, really. Mm, I don't know why I'm smiling. I'd stood up. I'd already started to walk out <laughs> the, the room celebrating. I couldn't believe it, but it happens. And, you know, he, He's a goal scorer, he's a natural goal scorer and you kind of get to the point where we're relying on him that often. You just think that's a goal and, God, what a, what a, uh, an awakening that was because didn't expect it. Yeah, I mean, it's very difficult straight after the game to be, you know, the emotions, like you say, are running a bit high. Are you more glass half full or glass half empty after the, the performance and the result tonight? <laughs> This early in the season, when you look at the table, that was a bottom of the table clash, and there was only ever one team in it. We we just dominated them. So you have to be a glass half full. It's such a long season, so many games in October, November. We play like that. We did in the second half every game, then we win nine out of ten times. So yeah, glass half full. Super long season left, and we're going to pick up a lot of points playing like that, but. We can't just expect to win. We're at the bottom for a reason at the minute. But like I say, second half, it was so much better. Yeah, I mean, I do think that uh, the response to the goal was really good. And if this game had happened three or four more weeks under Hewton, then I think Forrest might well have gone on to win that three or four one. So I'm kind of hoping it's another step in the right direction from the Blackburn game and obviously going into the Derby game. I mean, if Forrest beat Derby, then you take seven points in those three games. It's yeah. a big if, but um, yeah, overall, I agree with you. I thought for the most part, um, the response to the goal was really good. Forrest had a real pr- dire spell um, in a pretty dire game with so many bitty free kicks and everything until Rotherham scored, but at least they didn't go under. I think under the Mucci, they would have, would have gone under there. Um, 
What did you make of the team selection, Greg? Unchanged from Blackburn, was that wise for you? Yeah, I was really glad to see that. They deserved it. I was really surprised to see that the bench didn't change that. You know, we all expected maybe knockout would be ready, but that was the surprising thing for me. Keeping the same team was the right decision because they'd, they'd sat on the bus after a 90th minute winner. They must have all been absolutely buzzing, but shame, you know, the bench couldn't have been changed a little bit, but... When the subs did come on, again, it put another gear into Forest this evening. So it's good to have that many options. Yeah, I mean, I was pleased he didn't make changes, but it sprung my mind back to the Charlton game, you know, the beginning of the end for Lamucci. I thought when he made all those five changes after the Leeds game, I think it might have sent out the wrong message if he made a ton of changes. Although I do wonder if some of those will be fit to play Derby, but you've got Knockhart to come in and players like that. So, yeah, I was pleased with it. Um, I missed the first 10 minutes. I was putting my kids to bed, so I should be honest about that. But people tell me that. Did they play well? People told me that was the best of the first half. Uh, Okay, yeah, yeah. The first 10 minutes was, and then it just went completely flat. I just thought the, the first half, I mean, it didn't help that I was listening on the red button, and I think the commentator was a bit you know, as bored as we were, but I turned, <laughs> I turned the Radio Nottingham commentary on second half and it made a hell of a difference. But, um, yeah, it just, it did seem a bit flat that first half. Uh, yeah, a good start. Um, but you did start to wonder, oh God, are we going to, well, I never thought Rotherham had score. I thought, is this going to be a nil-nil? Um, but of course, the good thing was when Rotherham scored so early in the second half, it really set us going. And it's given us confidence, I think, to show this is how we can play. But Rotherham are a poor team. And luckily for us, Friday, we're playing another team right at the bottom. So, Yeah, I mean, yeah, to be fair, there is a run of games coming up now that might do quite well for Forest. I'll just put a couple of comments up um, because someone said, are you actually reading the comments? And uh, yes, I am. Um, Dan Sempers thought Forest did well second half. Arta, Arta has to start. Not sure what Freeman gives to the team and um, Greg Howard uh, it's not where you start where you finish it's important a long season um, still think we've got better 4-4-2 there's a couple of interesting points there I thought I mean Arta again I thought look bright do you see him really having to start the next game yeah because you also hear from the the Blackburn game you could hear him on the sideline mm. He's a character and again he's a, a potential captain for this season or or next if we have him but um, yeah I think he has to start and it, it does worry me slightly that Joe Lolly, Joe Lolly did so much again tonight he was absolutely everywhere and you read the stories earlier today about his, his injury issues and you think he needs to be a player that stays fit for us and it must have took him out, it, out of it tonight so uh, let's just hope they get in the, the ice bath and they're all okay for Friday Yeah I mean I could... <laughs> I didn't think Knockout would start on Friday, but seeing Lolly looking absolutely shattered at the end mm. um, was a concern. Cause I actually thought he played really well second half and he kind of yeah. led the charge um, after Forrest went behind. He was probably um, Forrest's, probably their best player, I thought. Um, the other point that someone like, was uh, your namesake Greg made about 4-4-2. I'm not sure it quite was 4-4-2 because Taylor was pushed quite wide to the right, but it was certainly two strikers on the pitch at the same time. Did, did you think that was a, a good way to go? Did Forrest did create a, I'm going to swear then, a lot of chances, didn't they? 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, Taylor must be wondering when he's going to get his start, and it it, it might well be uh, Saturday, uh, Friday, sorry, uh, because he's lively, he's quick. Grabbing again, just he just didn't have that killer touch tonight, did he? But it will come because he's he's proven he's an absolutely brilliant championship striker. But if Taylor playing helps Grabben, or even if Taylor starts and Grabben doesn't on Friday, we've got that many options. It's only going to be a good thing. Let's talk um, Ryan Yates. I'm a bit of a Yates fan, and I've made that pretty obvious. Uh, I thought he was very good against Blackburn, and he was Forest's best player against Cardiff before Lamucci went. What did you make of him tonight? Because he should have scored um, that header. He had another chance that was blocked. Uh, other than that, I thought he did quite well. The first comment here... Uh, was that Yates was rubbish, and the, the third comment was no, he wasn't. So, wh- where did you stand on Yates tonight and Yates in general? Uh, Yates, he's just one of our players who's an easy target, and he's not the modern style of player, is he? That that's going to do everything and be like a, a flamboyant midfielder. But he played excellent against Blackburn. Like even his haters couldn't really deny that. I'm sure some of them were a bit upset about it, but he didn't play as well tonight. There were a couple of mistakes and issues but that header off the crossbar you can't really blame him for that and the point blank shot you know he hit it as hard as he could and there's someone in the way but not as good as uh Saturday but I'm glad he's playing I'm glad he's in the team I'm glad he's in the squad there's rumours of Millwall being interested in him again in January and you think it'd be a shame it'd be a shame to see him go even if he isn't our best player in that position at the minute the more minutes that lad gets for Forrest, the better, because in the long run, he's going to be a top player. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I, um, I thought he was better than Colback tonight. And if you had to make one change to bring Arter in on Friday, then I'd probably pick um, Yates ahead of Colback on, on tonight. I don't know if Colback was struggling with his injury because he was pretty good in the first half against Blackburn. He wasn't quite as good tonight. He wasn't quite as on the pace. Um what about Graben then? Because there's a lot of people slagging Graben off. Um, obviously, it was an awful miss, as we've discussed. But he did set the goal up. Um, and he was involved in the play a fair bit. Do you think he's just lacking a bit of confidence? Do you think he needs leaving out? Uh, what's your views on Graben's form this season? It's not gone for him so far. And it, it amazes me. And you noticed it even more tonight. When he is our lone striker the amount of time he spends way into our half. And it's like he's feeling like he's got to help out the midfield a lot more as well. And he should just be concentrating on looking the other way, which is a shame. So he's such a good player. It's it's mad to say, leave him out on Friday. But is he tired? And is Taylor absolutely raring to go? We never see training, so we haven't got a clue. But I wouldn't be surprised if Taylor takes the start on Friday. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, it's a difficult one with Graben, isn't it? I mean, ironically, he's had a load of chances this season. He's missed them all. Last season, he didn't actually miss that much at all. He, he you know, he, he was pretty um, accurate in front of goal. But his form, maybe it's his confidence. I don't know. It does seem to desert, deserted him. So perhaps playing t- if you're going to play one up front against Derby, perhaps Taylor would be the one. His back to goal play was quite good again tonight. I thought. Um, what about another player who stood out, I thought, tonight was Christie, uh, who got a lot of praise for his performance at Blackburn. I didn't think he was quite as good at Blackburn, but I thought he was very good again tonight. Is he forming potentially quite a good link-up with um, Lolly and that sort of Matty Cash vein, even though you'll never quite replicate that? 
Yeah, I, I did think uh, during the game, God, imagine if we had Matty Cash now, because it's sporadic pace and Chris, yeah, you're filling some, well, not exactly, you're filling some top players' boots, aren't you there? Uh, yeah, he's played well. He's unlucky with the penalty. I think it was a penalty, but he didn't really go in hard, did he? And um, I don't know. He's a, he's a good player. I think most of the signings that have played so far have not really got a bad word to say about that. And we've got a hell of a lot of players that none of us have seen yet ready to come on. So it's going to be an interesting few weeks. And I suppose that's the downside of making so many signings that um, we're not going to get that balanced squad yet. Yeah, that's true. I, I agree with that about the signings. Um, I thought McKenna was good again tonight. And Figueredo looks a lot more confident alongside mm-hmm. McKenna because his form was pretty poor. Um, I was surprised to, that he played against Blackburn, but he's been good the last two games. And um, Yanu, I'm going to have to learn to say his name, Ianu Yanu, uh, he was good again. His crossing was mostly good. He put a couple of really good crosses in. So they do seem to have struck on a, a back four there. What do we think about, let's look ahead a little bit to Derby then. Are you, are you feeling pretty confident even though they couldn't put Rotherham away tonight? Mm, yeah, they're going to be annoyed after tonight. They're going to be fuming in that dressing room. Thankfully, we didn't lose, so their heads aren't going to go down. But they're going to be raring to go and get backing out on our own pitch again. Um, I, honestly, and I know it's not, it's not just because it's them. I can't see anything other than us beating them on Friday. They've lost again tonight. They're not too keen on their manager. They've got into, they've got issues with players, haven't they? So you just think we get them and we need to go hard. We need to really go at them straight away like we have in the second half against Rotherham tonight because they're the same kind of team. They're right down there. You know, there's no reason that they're going to be any better than Rotherham were tonight. Yeah, I mean, my main hope now is that they don't sack Koku because they do feel like, they, you know, with Rooney missing and... Koku seems to be on a downward spiral. They they feel a bit like Forrest did a, a week or two ago. So and Forrest being at home on Friday, do you think that makes much of a difference? Obviously, no crowd, but familiar turf. Does that still give Forrest yeah, an edge yeah. being at home? Definitely, definitely. You know, we're in our setting, we're in our changing rooms. You, they've got to walk around the side, leave them out in the cold for a bit. It's it's definitely going to help us. Um, I wish we could be there. It's so sad seeing the ground the way it is. And you hear stories like um, the theatres, some of them are opening up again, which is amazing. That's fantastic. But how they can't decide if they're allowing things like that to happen, that they can't let a limited amount of fans in. Because it would be incredible on Friday night under the lights. And I kept seeing my own seat in the in the stand tonight. And it doesn't often make you sad. I know there's a hell of a lot of worse things going on, but it can, it can give you so much joy, can't it, being down there and... I can't help but think Friday's going to be one of those memorable nights that you wish you would have been there. Yeah. I mean, it's only personal opinion, but I don't understand how they can't have even 500 people in each stand and not have you know procedures in place. It does seem mad when you see those pictures of the Albert Hall with that concert a couple of weeks ago. It's pretty depressing. It's obviously having a big um, implication on football you know, below the Premier League. Um are you feeling pretty optimistic then about the season still? Obviously, only um, four points on the board from six games, uh, which is which is poor, obviously. But do you feel now Forrester on the, the right track after two games under Hewton? You like what you see? Yeah. He, he can't have changed that much other than mm. a bit of confidence and seeing some of these new players. Um, I did feel sorry for Sabri, and I'm really glad that he's already got work elsewhere. But... Um, 
it's a, it's such a long season ahead now. I'll, I'll think, never forget when I think it was Palace were in the bottom three at Christmas and ended up going up. So, yeah. you know, the start of the season's figuring out who's, who's good and who's not and how you're going to play. And then we really need to start get going. I think my friend said it's something like 12 games now between now and the end of November or something. It's something a ridiculous amount. So we've got so many games, so many points that the table is completely irrelevant at the minute. Yeah, I've got Forest fixtures on my phone here. I'll just bring them up. So obviously it's Derby um, at home on Friday, Luton, Middlesbrough uh, away, Coventry at home, Wickham at home, then an international break, then Barnsley at home. And then you're looking at like November the 24th, Bournemouth away, where you look at a game and think, you know, that's one that if Forest get a point, that's a good result. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of points to, to play for now, aren't they? Do you think Houston's going to... Um, have to utilise this ridiculously big squad to, to try and get those points on the board? Yeah, that's the benefit of having this squad, isn't it? That You know, I think 15, uh, 15 new players is just utter madness, you'd think. However, they've seen now, they've been here three or four years, the owners, and they've seen how crazy this championship is and how we've struggled before by not having the right players on the bench. So it'll be tough for him to keep them all happy, but the end of the day, the professional footballers, if they're not picked, they need to just get ready for the next game, don't they? So, yeah, we've, we've just got to keep going for it. And like I say, we're unbeaten in two now. So uh, once some of these players find find their feet at our own ground, there should be no stopping them. Yeah, Ashad Boston here makes a good, a good point about um, shouldn't start playing when we go behind the same as last season. Uh, I think that's fair, and especially against Derby, do you think they need to go out and, and go at them from the off and try and get the first goal? Yeah, we're so used to being a team that even at home now, and this is after the Sabri era, that we we like play a whole game at home and only have 35% possession. Hmm. So those players that have been involved last season, it's going to take a lot of time for them to start getting used to Chris Hewton style of play, whichever that's going to be, um, because he was completely different in the championship to the, how he played in the Premier League. Um, so, yeah, it is going to take some time, but we have got to go straight away against Derby. And I think they will. I think they'll continue how they, they ended at Rotherham because they're going to be frustrated. They're going to be annoyed about how they haven't got that win. So they're going to be, like I say, all fired and ready to go. Yeah, I hope they go at them. Derby's confidence must be, you know, they should be pretty chins on the floor at the moment. Uh, right, I think that just about brings us to a conclusion. Well, like I said, we'll do a proper podcast um, later in the week looking at that Derby game. So um, thanks for everyone who watched along. Oh, you know, a very good number of people watching. Greg, thank you for responding to my WhatsApp in the second half and uh, jumping on at very short notice. I do appreciate it. No, no problem. Uh, so yeah thank you everyone we'll be back later in the week Uh, hopefully Forrest can kick on from this positive performance if not quite the positive result we wanted and get that win against Derby thanks very much we'll see you soon thank you for listening to Garibaldi Red a Nottingham Forest podcast if you enjoyed today's episode then please let us know we love hearing your feedback we'll be back soon with another episode thanks for listening (laughs) 